decidedly Christian, distinctly biblical, and just a little bit nuts. This is Squirrel Chatter. And welcome to the Piney Woods, ladies and gentlemen. I am your squirrel, the host, coming to you from the ARN studios, high atop the tallest tree in the Piney Woods. Good to have you with us. It is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. The volcano is still erupting in Hawaii, an island, a volcanic island chain. And I spent a lot of yesterday shoveling snow. So if if people in Hawaii can't complain about volcanoes, then someone living in Montana shouldn't complain about snow. So I will try to keep my mouth shut about the difficulties of snow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It is winter. We're expecting uh, up to 17 inches of snow tonight. So it's definitely shaping up to be a fluffy white year here in the Piney Woods. All right. Well, this is day three of ten of double scripture days as we are catching up from my two weeks of being sick. And actually, I was only sick for like three days, but I had this cough that would not go away. And, and that made it, uh, it actually affected my voice quite horribly. So we are not... Uh, we're, we're catching up from from uh, from two weeks of not doing the show because my voice was hashed because of coughing, although I, I felt fine otherwise. So this is day three of ten of Double Scripture Days. And before we get started, I want you to know that Squirrel Chatter is a proud member of the Christian Podcast Community. Head on over to christianpodcastcommunity.org. Check out all the great curated podcasts that are over there. Our scripture reading today is going to be Daniel 10 through 12, Ezra 1 and 2, and John 20 and 21. We are definitely getting down to the end of it. This is the, today's reading is the end of week 46 and the beginning of week 47, as we will be done with week 47 by the end of this week, a double double Bible reading, and then next week we will read through weeks 48 and 49, which will get us right back on schedule to finish by the end of the year. All right. Without further ado, let us begin, as is our practice, with the prayer of confession from the 1552 Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. And now our prayer for the reading of the word. Blessed Lord, who hast caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So now Daniel, chapter 10. 
In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a word was revealed to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar. And the word was true, and one of great conflict. But he understood the word, and had an understanding of what had happened. In those days I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three entire weeks. I did not eat any tasty food, nor did meat or wine enter my mouth, nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were fulfilled. And on the twenty-fourth day of the first month, while I was on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen, whose loins were girded with a belt of pure fine gold of Uphaz. His body was like, also was like beryl, and his face had the appearance of lightning. His eyes were like flaming torches, his arms and feet like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. Now I, Daniel, alone saw the vision that appeared, but the men who were with me did not see the vision that appeared. Nevertheless, a great terror fell on them, and they ran away to hide themselves. So I alone remained and saw this great vision that appeared. Yet no might remained in me, for my outward splendor turned to a deathly pallor, and I retained no might. But I heard the sound of his words, and as soon as I heard the sound of his words, I fell into a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Then behold, a hand touched me and set me shaking on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, Understand the words that I am about to speak to you, and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up, trembling. Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you gave your heart to understand this, and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to your word. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was standing against me for twenty-one days. Then, behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. Now I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to give you an understanding of what will happen to your people in the last days, for the vision pertains to days yet future. Now, when he spoke to me according to these words, I turned my face toward the ground and became speechless. And, behold, one in the likeness of the sons of man was touching my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, and said to him who was standing before me, O my Lord, as a result of the vision that appeared, pains have come upon me, and I have retained no might. Now how can such a servant of my Lord talk with such as my Lord? As for me, right now no might stands within me, nor does any breath remain within me. Then this one, with the appearance of a man, touched me again and strengthened me, and he said, O man of high esteem, do not be afraid. Peace be with you. Gather strength and be strong. Now as soon as he spoke to me, I received strength and said, May my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I came to you? But I shall now return to fight against the prince of Persia. So I am going forth, and behold, the prince of Greece is about to come. However, I will tell you what is inscribed in the writing of truth. Now there is no one who exerts strength with me against these forces except Michael, your prince. Chapter 11 Now I, in the first year of Darius the Mede, stood to be I stood to strengthen and to be a fortress for him. So now I will tell you the truth. Behold, three more kings are going to stand in Persia. Then a fourth will gain far more riches than all of them. 
As soon as he becomes strong through his riches, he will arouse the whole empire against the kingdom of Greece. And a mighty king will stand, and he will dominate with great domination and do as he pleases. But as soon as he stands, his kingdom will be broken up and parceled out toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his own descendants, nor according to his dominion with which he dominated. For his kingdom will be uprooted and given to others besides them. Then the king of the south will grow strong, along with one of his princes who will grow strong over him and obtain dominion. Indeed, his dominion will be a great dominion. And after some years they will form an alliance. And the daughter of the king of the south will, become, will come to the king of the north to carry out an equitable arrangement. But she will not retain her position of power, nor will he continue to stand with his power. But she will be given up, along with those who brought her in, and the one who fathered her as well as he who strengthened her in those times. But one of the descendants of her line will stand in his place, and he will come against their military force and enter the fortress of the king of the north, and he will deal with them and display strength. And also their gods with their metal images and their desirable vessels of silver and gold he will bring into captivity to Egypt. And he, on his part, will stand back from attacking the king of the north for some years. Then the latter will enter the kingdom of the king of the south, but will return to his own land. And his sons will wage war, so they will gather a multitude of great forces. And one of them will keep on coming and overflow and pass through, and that he may again wage war upon his very fortress. And the king of the south will be enraged and go forth and fight with the king of the north. Then the latter will cause a great multitude to stand, but that multitude will be given into the hand of the former. Then the multitude will be carried away, his heart will be lifted up, and he will cause tens of thousands to fall, yet he will not prevail. And the king of the north will again cause a much greater multitude than the former to stand, and at the end of the times of those years he will keep on coming with a great military force and much equipment. Now in those times many will stand against the king of the south. The violent ones among your people will also lift themselves up in order to cause the vision to stand, but they will fall down. Then the king of the north will come, cast up a siege ramp, and capture a well-fortified city. And the might of the south will not stand, not even their choicest troops, for there will be no strength to make a stand. But he who comes against him will do as he pleases, and no one will be able to stand in opposition to him. He will also stand for a time in the beautiful land, with destruction in his hand. And he will set his face to come with the authority of his whole kingdom, bringing with him an equitable proposal, which he will put into effect. He will also give him the daughter of women to destroy it, but she will not take a stand for him and be on his side. Then he will turn his face to the coastlands and capture many, but a ruler will make his reproach against him cease. Moreover, he will repay him for his reproach. So he will turn his face toward the fortresses of his own land, and he will stumble and fall and be found no more. Then in his place one will stand who will have an oppressor pass through the jewel of his kingdom. Yet within a few days he will be broken, though not in anger nor in battle. And in his place a despised person will stand, to whom the splendor of the kingdom has not been given, but he will come in a time of ease and take hold of the kingdom by intrigue. But the overflowing might will be flooded away before him and broken, and also the prince of the covenant. 
and after an alliance is made with him, he will practice deception, and he will go up and gain power with a small force of people. In a time of ease, he will enter the richest parts of the province, and he will do what his fathers never did, nor his father's fathers. He will distribute plunder, spoil, and possessions among them, and he will devise his schemes against strongholds, but only for a time. And he will stir up his strength and heart against the king of the south with a great military force. So the king of the south will wage war with an extremely large and mighty military force for war. But he will not stand, for schemes will be devised against him. And those who eat his choice food will break him, and his military force will overflow. But many will fall down slain. And as for both kings, their hearts will be intent on evil, and they will speak falsehood at the same table. But it will not succeed, for the end is still to come at the appointed time. Then he will return to his land with great possessions, but his heart will be set against the holy covenant, and he will take action, and then return to his own land. At the appointed time he will return and come into the south, but this last time it will not happen the way it did before. Indeed, ships of Kittim will come against him. Therefore, he will be disheartened and will return and become indignant at the Holy Covenant and take action. So he will come back and show regard for those who forsake the Holy Covenant. Mighty forces from him will stand, profane the sanctuary fortress, and abolish the regular sacrifice. And they will set up the abomination of desolation. But by, and by smooth words, he will turn to godlessness those who act wickedly toward the covenant. But the people who know their God will display strength and take action. And those who have insight among the people will give understanding to the many, yet they will fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity and by plunder for many days. Now when they fall, they will be granted a little help, and many will join with them in intrigue. And some of those who have insight will fall in order to refine, purge, and make them pure until the time of the end, because it is still to come at the appointed time. Then the king will do as he pleases, and he will exalt and magnify himself above every god, and will speak astonishing things against the god of gods, and he will succeed until the indignation is finished, for that which is decreed will be done. He will show no regard for the god of his father, gods of his fathers, nor for the desire of women, nor will he show regard for any other god, for he will magnify himself above them all. But instead, he will honor a God of fortresses, a God whom his fathers did not know. He will honor him with gold, silver, costly stones, and desirable things. And he will take action against the strongest of fortresses with the help of a foreign God. He will give great honor to those who recognize him and will cause them to rule over the many and will apportion land for a price. And at that time of the end, at the time of the end, the king of the south will collide with him, and the king of the north will storm against him with chariots, with horsemen, and with many ships, and he will enter lands, overflowing them, and pass through. And he will also enter the beautiful land, and many countries will fall, but these will be rescued out of his hand, Edom, Moab, and the foremost of the sons of Ammon. Then he will send forth his hand against other countries, and the land of Egypt will not escape. But he will rule over the hidden treasures of gold and silver, and over all the desirable things of Egypt, and Libyans and Ethiopians will follow at his heels. But reports from the east and from the north will dismay him, and he will go forth with great wrath 
to destroy and devote many to destruction. And he will pitch the tents of his royal pavilion between the seas and the beautiful holy mountain. Yet he will come to his end, and no one will help him. Chapter 12. Now at that time Michael, the great prince, who stands guard over the sons of your people, will stand. And there will be a time of distress, such as never happened since there was a nation until that time. And at that time your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life, but the others to reproach and everlasting contempt. And those who have insight will shine brightly like the brightness of the expanse of heaven, and those who lead the many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But as for you, Daniel, conceal these words and seal up the book until the time of the end. Many will go to and fro, and knowledge will increase. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, two others were standing, one on this bank of the river and the other on that bank of the river. And one said to the man dressed in linen who was above the waters of the river, How long will it be until the end of these wonders? And I heard the man dressed in linen who was above the waters of the river, as he raised his right hand and his left hand and his left toward heaven, and swore by him who lives forever that it would be for a time, times, and half a time. And as soon as they complete shattering the power of the holy people, all these events will be completed. As for me, I heard but could not understand. So I said, My Lord, what will be the outcome of these events? Then he said, Go your way, Daniel, for these words are concealed and sealed up until the time of the end. Many will be purged, purified, and refined, but the wicked will act wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand, and those who have insight will understand. But from the time of the that the regular sacrifice is abolished and the abomination of desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. How blessed is he who keeps waiting and reaches the 1,335 days. But as for you, go your way to the end. Then you will enter into rest and stand again for your allotted portion at the end of the days. Now Ezra chapter 1. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to complete the word of Yahweh from the mouth of Jeremiah, Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he had a proclamation passed throughout his kingdom, and also put it in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, Yahweh, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all his people, may his God be with him. Let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of Yahweh, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. So everyone who remains, at whatever place he may sojourn, let the men of that place support him with silver and gold, with goods and cattle together with a freewill offering for the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. Then the heads of fathers' households of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites arose, that is, of everyone whose spirit God had stirred up to go up to rebuild the house of Yahweh, which is in Jerusalem. All these around them strengthened them with articles of silver, with gold, with possessions, with cattle and with precious things, aside from all that was given as a freewill offering. Also King Cyrus brought out the articles of the house of Yahweh, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought out from Jerusalem and put in the house of his gods. 
and Cyrus, king of Persia, had them brought out by the hand of Mithridath, the treasurer, and he counted them out to Shezbazar, the prince of Judah. Now this was their number, 30 golden dishes, 1,000 silver dishes, 29 duplicates, 30 gold bowls, 410 silver bowls of a second kind, and 1,000 other articles. All the articles of gold and silver numbered 5,400. Sheshbazar brought them, brought them all up with the exiles who went from Babylon to Jerusalem. Chapter 2. Now these are the people of the province who came up out of the captivity of the exiles whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had taken away into exile to Babylon, and who returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his city. These came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sarahiah, Relaiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mispar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Baana. The number of the men of the people of Israel, the sons of Perosh, 2,172. The sons of Shef- Shephatiah, 372. The sons of Ara, 775. The sons of Pehath-Moab, Pehath-Moab, of the sons of Joshua and Joab, 2,812. The sons of Elam, 1,254. The sons of Zatu, 945. The sons of Zakai, 760. The sons of Benai, 642. The sons of Bibai, 623. The sons of Azgad, 1,222. The sons of Adonakam, 666. The sons of Bigvi, 2,056. The sons of Aden, 454. The sons of Ater of Hezekiah, 98. The sons of Bezai, 323. The sons of Jorah, 112. The sons of Hashem, 223. The sons of Gibar, 95. The sons of Bethlehem, 1,000 or 123. The sons of Natophi, 56. The men of Anathoth, 128. The sons of Asmaveth, 42. The sons of Kiriath Arim, Kephira, and Beeroth, 743. The sons of Ramah and Geba, 621. The men of Michmas, 122. The men of Bethel and Ai, 223. The sons of Nebo, 52. The sons of Magbish, 156. The sons of the other Elam, 1,254. The sons of Haram, 320. The sons of Lod, Hadid, and Onan, 725. The men of Jericho, 345. The sons of Sinea, 3,630. The priests, the sons of, of Jediah of the house of Jeshua, 973. The sons of Emmer, 1,052. The sons of Pasher, 1,247. The sons of Haram, 1,017. The Levites, the sons of Jeshua and Kadmiel of the sons of Hodaviah, 74. The singers, 
the sons of Asaph, 128. The sons of the gatekeepers. The sons of Shalem, the sons of Atter, the sons of Talman, the sons of Akub, the sons of Hatita, the sons of Shobai. In all, 139. The temple servants. The sons of Ziha, the sons of Hashifa, the sons of Tabaoth, the sons of Kiros, the sons of Saeha, the sons of Padan, the sons of Lebanon, the sons of Hagaba, the sons of Akub, the sons of Hagab, the sons of Shalmai, the sons of Hanan, the sons of Gidel, the sons of Gehar, the sons of Riaiah, the sons of Rezin, the sons of Nikoda, the sons of Gazim, the sons of Uzzah, the sons of Paseah, the sons of Besai, the sons of Asna, the sons of Meunim, the sons of Nephishim, the sons of Bakbuk, the sons of Hakupa, the sons of Harher, the sons of Basluth, the sons of Mehida, the sons of Harsha, the sons of Barkos, the sons of Sisera, the sons of Tima, the sons of Neziah, the sons of Hatifa, the sons of Solomon's servants, the sons of Sotai, the sons of Hasaphereth, the sons of Peruda, the sons of Jaila, the sons of Darkon, the sons of Gedel, the sons of Shephatiah, the sons of Hytil, the sons of Pachareth Hazabaim, the sons of Ami. All the temple servants and the sons of Solomon's servants were 392. Now these are those who came up from Tel Mila, Tel Harsha, Carob, Adan, and Immer. And they were not able to declare their father's households and their father's seed, whether they were of Israel. The sons of Deliah, the sons of Tobiah, the sons of Nakoda, 652. Of the sons of the priests, the sons of Hobaiah, the sons of Hakaz, and the sons of Barzillai, who took a wife from the daughters of Barzillai the Gileadite, and he was called by their name. These searched in their genealogical records, but they could not be found. Therefore, they were considered unclean and excluded from the priesthood. The governor said to them that they should not eat from the most holy things until a priest stood with Urim and Thummim. The whole assembly together was 42,360. Besides their male and female slaves, of whom there were 7,337, and they had 200 male and female singers. Their horses were 736, their mules 245, their camels 435, their donkeys 6,720. Some of the heads of fathers' households, when they arrived at the house of Yahweh, which was in Jerusalem, gave a freewill offering for the house of God to restore it on its foundation. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury for the work 61,000 gold drachmas and 5,000 silver minas and 100 priestly tunics. So the priests and the Levites, some of the people, the singers, the gatekeepers, 
and the temple servants lived in their cities, and all of Israel in their cities. Now John chapter 20. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark, and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter and the other disciple went forth, and they were going to the tomb. And the two were running together, and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first. And stooping and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. And so Simon Peter also came following him and entered the tomb, and he saw the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth which had been on his head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but folded up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had come to the tomb then also entered, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. So the disciples went away again to where they were staying. But Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and so as she was crying, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been laying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you crying? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you seeking? Thinking him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I ascend to my father and your father, and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. So while it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and while the doors were shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said these things, he showed them both his hands and his side. The disciples then rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were saying to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, in his hands the imprint of the nails, and put my finger into the place of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Bring your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand here and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, 
Because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are those who do not see and yet believe. Therefore, many other signs Jesus also did in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Chapter 21. After these things, Jesus manifested himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and he manifested himself in this way. Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will also come with you. They went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the day was now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and then they were not able to haul it in because of the great number of fish. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. So when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put his outer, tomb, outer garment on, for he was stripped for work, and cast himself into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from land, but about two hundred cubits away, dragging the net full of fish. So when they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, and fish placed on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land, full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. None of the disciples dared to question him, Who are you, knowing that it was the Lord? Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and the fish likewise. This was now the third time that Jesus was manifested to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. So when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Shepherd my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will gird you and bring you where you do not wish to go. Now this he said, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back on his bosom at the supper, and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? So Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, and what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Therefore this saying went out among the brothers, that this disciple would not die, would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him, 
that he would not die, but only, if I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness to these things, and wrote these things, and we know that his witness is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written one after the other, I suppose that even the world could not contain the books that would be written. This is the word of the Lord. Now the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now the collect for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always that is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And that's Squirrel Chatter for today as we continue to labor to get caught up on our scripture reading. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Um, hope everything goes as it should for you. Remember to do the things you ought to do. Don't do the things you ought not do. And whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. See you again here tomorrow for another episode of Squirrel Chatter. Take care. God bless. Squirrel Chatter is recorded in front of a live studio hamster.